Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Okay, we have to talk about um, a woman named Sarah Jane Ho. She is a Harvard-trained etiquette expert, Mm. and she wants to tell you what to say when someone's being rude and nasty at your expense. Oh, good. Okay, so I'm like, ooh. Yes, so um, she also hosts, I just want to play this here really quick. She hosts a show on Netflix called Mind Your Manners. Ooh, so it's like modern-day etiquette stuff. Yes, and the first part of this clip here, it's the trailer it's you're probably going to wonder what she's talking about and i'll tell you when we're done okay first we're going to cut the head and then we cut the tail you don't want to slice into the body okay good okay now do i keep it in there keep it in there don't pull out (laughs) sarah you nasty I'm taking people on a journey of self discovery. <laughs> she what had it was a banana with oh. the skin on on the plate. You're supposed to cut a banana on a plate with like if you have a banana. I guess nobody that's- <laughs> ever eats a banana on a plate. <laughs> well, this is what it was part of the show, and I'm like, I can't believe it. Well, God, what is, is she just- going to tell me about saying things to people when they're rude to me? <laughs> well, she is telling you that the best response. Um, First of all, like, what does she mean by like people being rude? Like somebody just coming up to you and calling you a jerk or what? Um, I think it means not just that plainly, but if you fall into the trap of having a friend who isn't or maybe a relative, you know, that's like always taking a joke and making a joke at your expense, like. Here come here she comes late again. Well, she's or I don't know. Yeah, you know, just something. Yeah, no, somebody like, who thinks they're being funny or. I always take this as like, if you were to question it, they'd be like, I'm just joking. It's like, oh, actually, no, you're not joking. You're just trying <laughs> right. to get in a dig uh-huh. in a way that seems more polite. Right. And so th- like, it's me saying like, like if you were constantly late mm-hmm. and being like, oh, you decided to come early today, Dawn. <laughs> right. Exactly. And you'd be like, I think you're trying to be a jerk right now. Yeah, or even if it's just something that they're picking on about you that really, you know, and then if you say something like, well, that was rude, or I didn't like that, it makes you look oversensitive. Oh, they, yeah. Because, these kind of people usually spin it in a way. Yeah, because yeah. they'll be like, oh, stop being sensitive. Yeah, like, oh, come on. It's just a Can't joke. you take a joke? Yes. Take a joke. Can't you take a joke? Yes. Oh, I hate this. Oh. hate it. Well, um, she says the best response is a three-word response. Ooh. Bleep you no. please. No. The response is it's it's are you okay? Are you Are you okay? okay? Oh. If a friend who said something mean to you um they say you should say are you okay? Those three words can signal that even if you don't take the comment personally, you didn't really appreciate it. When you say are you okay, don't be short or sharp. Use a friendly effect. So don't so be let's overly pla- let's offensive. Practice this. Sure. Do you want to be the rude one or you want me to be the rude one? I'll be the rude one. Okay. Um, oh. <laughs> She's like, suddenly I'm having a hard time uh, being rude. I, 
I'm just trying. I'm looking at what he's wearing. I'm just trying no, to like. No, like you don't have to actually be I rude. I don't know what God. to say. Mike. I, I don't know what to say. Um, um, just pick something rude, ma'am. Okay. Um, oh, I see you took the window seat again. You could enjoy <laughs> it like we're getting rude? on an airplane. Like if you had a choice. Oh, I see you picked the window seat again. He has to look out the window. Are you okay? Yes, I am. Yeah, I'm okay. I do. Actually, I'm not feeling really great today. <laughs> yeah, I. To me, this seems equally bitchy. Like, so yes. let me play an example for you. Okay, so yeah. let me be the rude one. Okay. Um, and say like, oh gosh, <laughs> it is hard to be rude, isn't it? <laughs> um, what do people con- like? What do people? Like, oh, I'm just trying to think. Okay. Oh. How about what? Oh, go ahead. Um, did you wear that yesterday? <laughs> I feel like you have to be ruder, right? Okay, I feel like this yeah, is for something rude. when you're when you're being like, Well, God, you must be fun at parties. Oh, yeah. Like, ooh, here she is bringing everybody down again. Yeah. Well, that's just the way Dawn is. Did you mean to look that ugly when you woke up this morning? <laughs> are you okay? And then, like, I, and then you can go, are you okay? No, are you, look you like okay? S. I just feel like <laughs> it's passive aggressive. It's totally passive aggressive. I read this unbeknownst to you when you'd come up across this. I had read a, this, a similar report of this oh, story. sure, sure. And I was like, I was playing it out in my head thinking, are you okay? Like, I get it because it kind of, it, it does take the person off their game, right? Like, it can't, you don't know how to react in, you know, like, because I think they might be taken aback, like, because they say do it friend, friendly yeah, or friendly. She says, I'm not being offensive back. I'm coming from a place of go, care. Are you okay? I could see where that would throw someone off a little bit, but then I think if they're being a jerk, they would then just follow that up with, like, are yeah, you okay? are you okay? <laughs> Like, that is exactly that is exactly what you're gonna get back. If anybody else has a better suggestion that this than um, Sarah Jane Ho, which I'm interested to watch, mind your manners just for the fun of it on Netflix. Don't you just call out the behavior? I do want to watch this because when you played the clip, I thought, oh, I didn't realize there was a whole show, and she actually. I don't know about the banana thing though. Like, I, really <laughs> I think that's just for the never tra- trailer. In a million years, I'm gonna cut a banana with a knife. First cut the tail, and then First the head. First cut the tail. And then and just, just don't it? pull out. Yeah, don't pull that out. But what? I want to see more about the banana. How am I supposed to eat it now? With a fork and a, a knife? A fork and a knife? I'm sorry. But don't if, pull the banana out of its sleeve. I don't know that I want to take... I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt. I, you know what? I would say if I were watching this in real time. <laughs> yeah. Are you okay? Are you okay, Sarah? <laughs> but the woman said, Sarah, you nasty. <laughs> like... Yeah, uh, and there's other things where like I'm um like there's a woman walking and she's I'm sure like not criticizing but helping her have less of a clunky walk. Now I how do, to use a fan? I do. <laughs> what do you mean like a box? Like a fan? decorative fan, a box fan? You just turn that sucker on and go. to We sleep. got an email from Amy and she goes, uh, "Are uh, as for are you okay? I hate being asked that. It's as if it's as if you're not okay. I'm okay." To be fair, Amy, I think she's talking about it as a mechanism to throw off somebody being actively rude to you. Yeah. Not just like, are you okay? Like pe- like if you're animated about something, yeah. when someone diffuse- says, calm down, and you're like, I'm Ooh. not, I'm, I am calm. I'm yeah, actually that's just telling you. That's a different scenario. It's a different scenario, but it's kind of the same because you're then taking the focus away from what you just did and 
you know, and turning it around on them. It's actually kind of manipulative. So let's just be like really rude. So like, um, your butt stinks. Are you okay? Are you? Is your butt okay? See, <laughs> See, that's that's exactly, a juvenile person just, just a, comes back. It's just a. But then, what would you say next? And they go, "Yeah, I'm okay. Are you okay?" Well, I think the response they're looking for is like, actually, I just found out that my boyfriend and an actor who was in Top Gun has been cheating on me with one of the most successful actresses of the moment. So no, I'm, I'm not, not okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. It's just, I don't know if it's the best way. And just because it's Harvard educated, I'm like, that doesn't well, make it not passive aggressive. It costs a lot of money to learn that stuff. So yeah. you got to listen to it at least. But, it's free advice. But I don't know. I, I would be real careful employing it because I think I would miss it up or I'd mess it up. I'd be like, oh, are you okay? I'd be like, are you okay? <laughs> yeah, but you have to say it like you're genuinely concerned, but you're not. I, I'm thinking about my own relationship <laughs> yeah. oh. with Jamie. Uh-huh. And if I were to do this in the moment, oh, <laughs> I just no. think. What do you say? Would... Well, again, I think there's a difference. If the person's mad, I think that's a trigger, yeah. right? Because they're just going to be like, am I okay? No. And then go off, right? Yeah. Jamie wouldn't scream like that. He doesn't scream. But I think if it's somebody just being rude, yeah, that might diffuse the moment and get them off. Because I do think there's something to be said for making a joke, mm-hmm. like using actual humor. But that doesn't address the like you're being a jerk. Right. Yeah. That's what I'd be concerned about overall mm, is yeah. like I don't like because that is a behavior. Right. Like I've engaged in that behavior where you think you're being funny and really you're not. Yeah. And maybe you are like hurting on the inside and you're lashing out at other people (laughs) around you. Yeah. You know? And so I think whatever it takes, and maybe it's not even at that moment, maybe it's like an hour later at dinner, like, okay, so can we talk about that moment earlier when you said that my hair looked like it had been pooped on by a a monkey? (laughs) It didn't feel good. (laughs) What do you think? Right. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I think she also says, let everybody wallow and then let them wallow in their misbehavior. Sometimes um, I feel like when people are being rude, the best thing to do is just not say anything. So let them wallow in it. A lot of people who are doing that don't realize it, though, and they just continue to do it. It's true. I do kind of like that, though, like letting people talk. Mm-hmm. Right. Because you just watch somebody when they realize, ooh, I bet. And then they just keep going. <laughs> It's true. And you just continue to look at them. Unless you're doing a radio show, you have to continue talking. <laughs> to keep talking. Yes. So that's not going to work for us, honey. All right. So, um, yeah, so that's it. Uh, once What's... again, it's Mind Your Manners okay. on Netflix. If somebody's watched it and they've, you know, done the work and you have thoughts about it mm-hmm. overall, let us know because contemporary investigation is a futile effort. When we come back, Dawn, we are going to go from etiquette to, ooh, a person... That I would not take etiquette advice from Megan Trainer. Oh, she's talking about a lot again, and it's really sexual, and I'm uncomfortable. Oh no! Right. On the My Talk website or app, it's Dawn McLean for Olivia Weight Control Centers. Wouldn't it be nice to lose over twenty pounds before summer? You're like, oh, I don't know about that. Well, it's actually possible, and you can do it in a healthy way that is doctor-recommended. I'm talking about Livia Weight Control Center's program. Their weight loss program was voted number one in Minnesota. I've done the program, and I lost about 30 pounds. And it wasn't just a temporary thing. It wasn't like a quick fix. I didn't feel restricted in the diet they put together for me, um, uh, the meal plans. It was just 
perfectly fit my lifestyle. And I actually found out that I wasn't eating enough and it was causing my body to just hold on to anything I put, you know, any anything that I ate, you know, I was just sort of holding on to it and not getting enough sleep. These are the kinds of things that you learn at Livia Weight Control Center. So make the call today and you'll get three months free when you mention me. 855-GO-LIVIA. Uh, go to Livia.com and you will see the offer that I'm talking about now. You can join now and receive three months free when you mention me. 855-GO-LIVIA, Livia.com. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. Someone who's been entertaining recently is Megan Trainer. She has a book coming out. Yes. And the last time we saw somebody doing something like this, being overly open about personal moments in their life, Christina Aguilera selling lube, right? Yes. Oh, my God. You're absolutely right. I had completely forgotten about that. And, Mike, I don't know if you still have access to that blind item from earlier today that referenced this Mm -hmm. because that blind item indicated uh, that she... I forget now, actually, what that blind. She's trying to get her own show. That's right. That she was trying to get her own talk show. Right. What What is it, Mike? Like a talk show, or is it a competition singing show? She's. He's kind of said either or. So, anti lawyer uh, said, and I'm trying to find the exact one, but basically just said that uh, he's. She's been trying to uh, come up with these crazy uh, stories because she wants to either be a a guest or one of the judges on like the voice or something like that, or maybe a mentor, or she wants her own talk show, like a Kelly Clarkson type show, a very lifestyle esque type show. And then it went on to say that these stories we're hearing are all being sensationalized by a professional writer. Well, the professional writer came up with this one today. (laughs) Uh, I was going to play it for you. And then I was like, I don't even want you to hear these words. We decided it would be better for Bradley to do a dramatic reading. (laughs) So during an episode where she was, it was at the working on, working on it podcast, uh, wherein she talks about how painful schmintercourse is. <laughs> I'm going to use a lot of euphemisms because yeah. this is a family program. Oh, uh, it is. But coming up next, not a family program. <laughs> not a family program. But, uh, you know, within reason anyway. So that it was, quote, painful because her husband is a, quote, Big boy. She goes, he's a All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Big boy. Big boy. And I was like... I kind of hear her <laughs> say big boy. It? Here, hold on. Maybe we just need to isolate that like Matthew McConaughey. Big boy. Uh, do you have that? I've got it. Yep. Okay, you so do. you're going to just... I'm going to tell you when to stop, and please just so, then stop. Sounds good. So you can start. My, my husband's a big boy. Oh, okay. and I was like, she has, she has like, anxiety now. Right. Okay. 
You want to start big, again? Big, big boy. boy. My big. My husband's a big boy. All right. Oh. So, <laughs> <laughs> I, what? Spy Kids. That's all I think. Of. I know. I and know it said, that he's done nobody roles, wants to probably. know about Junie's junk. <laughs> Junie, that's it, right. This is character Junie. Yeah. So Page Six was like, nobody wants to know about Junie's junk. And uh, she was slammed on, or rather slammed on, slammed online. She was <laughs> you know, basically, basically people came after her because she goes, it's to the point where I'm like, and this is what I didn't want you to hear. Oh. Is, it, is it all? She basically was saying like, are you fully engaged in, inside the garage? If you will. <laughs> And then he said, no, let's just say the bumper was in. The front bumper. The front bumper. So she's like, is the car fully is, in the garage? He's like, the Cadillac. Goes, just the bumper. And yeah. that's what they say? Well, and so. <laughs> no, they don't. They're talking. Like, not exactly that, but just the topic in general. Yeah. Like, that's the conversation they're having when they do the thing. And it's because apparently he's a big boy. Big boy. And she apparently is. Okay, so, you know, I'm trying to think of it. Don't say the equivalent of the opposite (laughs) of big boy. No, well, oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, no, that's not where I was going. Thank you, man. That's why there's this is so problematic. So, you know, like when you want to, I can't think of out how to eat a banana properly. Yeah. No. She's just saying that she's very small mm-hmm. and he's very big. And so when you put the two together, it's very hard to put the two together. Right. It's like going to Europe with the wrong kind of plug. Exactly. And you need a converter. And apparently it was Bernie and Tingly. Bernie Sanders. It was Bernie Sanders. Somebody's there. wearing mittens. <laughs> it was uh, it was Tori Spelling and she got burned at Bernie H- or Benny Hanna. Oh no, no. No, it literally she talks about she's got some condition where she's very Oh, I'm so sorry. Very limited. So, is he a big area. boy? He's a big boy. And because of that, she goes into this whole conversation about it. Now, see, we're dancing around this because like, we don't care. Because we're and children. I, <laughs> and we're children. And everybody, you know, that's listening is like, oh, I want to know this. And it is kind of awkward, right? Because, like, sure, fascinating discussion. Not really. Now, every time people see them together, they're going to be like, hey, big boy. Hey, big boy. <laughs> <laughs> and Can tiny I take lady. a picture with big boy? Big boy. What is next? What? Why are you here? I don't know. <laughs> but when we come back, Katy Perry is performing at the King's Coronation. Why? I don't know, but Dawn's not happy about it. We'll tell you why when we return right here on My Talk 107.1. Entertainment. Hey, My Talkers. Captain Bradley here for my friends at your boat club. Imagine all the summer days on the lake with friends and family where you can just be relaxing with none of the hassle. That's your boat club. And if you're not sure how to get on the water this summer, I have got the solution for you. In fact, no commitment needed. Your boat club has a brand new trial membership designed to get your feet wet. You get to know the water, fall in love with boating. And whether you have time for boating every week or maybe it's just once in a while, 
your boat club has a solution for you. Actually, they have many solutions, but this uh, this trial membership is going to give you the opportunity for $19.95 with tons of options to upgrade, to fall in love with summer, to get on the water, let them take care of the hassle, you take care of the fun. Literally, you just show up, boat, and head home. It's that easy. Discover the smartest way to boat today with your boatclub.com. Tell them Bradley sent you. My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. Uh, Bradley and Dawn, that's the show you're listening to. Um, I'm so glad we're talking about something else so I can click off of these. It was just a Wikipedia. Dawn was learning. Page. I was learning the on break. the condition that she might have, yeah. Megan Trainer. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's one in 5,000 women. Um, but anyway, let's move on because I, it was just a Wikipedia page and I just hovered over a link and it was like, whoa! I don't you need to see that. To see. Well, should we turn the, the Please, corner and go about talk about the Katy Perry? coronation? Yeah, so Katy Perry is performing at King Charles Coronation. She talked about it when a host of Extra caught up with her. Let's have a listen to the conversation she had. There are a few things I would like us to uh, then discuss on. Let's have a listen. Well, it was very regal. It was like a cursive I have never seen. This is the invitation. <laughs> I was like, we are in it. cursive. I loved it. Um, it was beautiful. And I was so grateful to get the honor because um, actually I'm an ambassador to one of his uh, foundations for the British Asian Trust, which uh, primarily focuses on ending child trafficking, which is a huge issue of our time that people don't talk enough about. And it just aligned with all my values. I'm also an ambassador for UNICEF. And as a mother, like, I know that firsthand, like, these innocent children need help. They need to be saved. And so I'm just going there as an ambassador, and he asked me to sing, and it all aligned. Are they involved in the prep for the show? Are they telling you what to sing? Are you being able to decide what she'll sing? How's that working? Uh, well, they, uh, they, they said I was allowed to stay at Windsor Castle, which I'm really excited for. You're going to be following along on social media. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm really excited. <laughs> I I might be posting a lot because I'm going to be in a castle for real. (laughs) This is wild. Okay. Anything jump out at you there? Well, first of all, the, the, the cursive you've never seen is called calligraphy. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you. Second of all, Hmm? is, is she okay? (laughs) (laughs) Mike, I know you reacted to something. Yeah, when she was asked, okay? uh, did, did they tell you what to sing or can you sing what you want? Yeah, I'm going to be staying it, in a castle. It felt really <laughs> stunted, like all of it. Like, you should probably be able to talk about the British well, Asian Trust. Click it along, honey. Like, don't be so confused he, about how to talk about it. It should roll off the tongue. Absolutely. And to Mike's point, he asks her, did they ask you or did they tell you what to sing? I get to stay in a castle. <laughs> yeah, she sounds co- sort of um, childlike and not herself. Well, but that indicates perhaps they did tell her what she has to sing and she didn't want to talk about it, which oh. then makes me go, oh, that's interesting. You didn't answer my question. So let me go back and find out why. We need don't you, you there, Bradley. Why did you not answer my question? Can you be a MyTalk correspondent and ask the questions we want to ask and yes. not just kiss people's butts? Thank you. And let them just they, move on? This is why that would never happen. Because they would be like, you're done. <laughs> They'd be you're like, done. you are never allowed back. I'd be like, Katie, i just look at her like... What can no, we... No, I is asked there any way you... We can... I, 
Are you, did they tell you what song to sing? Also, that's interesting because, like, what's the correct answer? If she didn't want to talk about it, why didn't she want to talk about it? Because they told her you have to sing Firework and not California Dreamin' or whatever that one song is where she shoots things out of her boobs. Uh, California yeah. Girls. Girls. Thank you. That's undeniable. I Kiss a Girl and I Liked It. That's not yeah, on the table. Like, like, what is it? What are you going to sing? A new hit? Also... You and I were talking about this earlier. Again, we're talking about the fact that Katy Perry is going to the King Charles coronation, which mm-hmm. I know you're not a fan on. And we've talked about the number of reasons that uh, we are not really his, uh, you know, favorite people. However, if I was intended in, audience, if they said, hey, would you guys like to host a panel discussion during the, you know, uh, whatever? I'd be like, yeah, sign me up. Anything to get me there, because I would just love to be a part of that experience. So mm-hmm. on one hand, I'm kind of jealous of her. Like, I would love. But like she gets to stay literally at Windsor Castle. And we were talking about this before. Where's Harry staying? Yeah. Is he staying at Windsor Harry? Castle? Because if Katy Perry gets to stay Prince there and Harry he, Prince Harry is not staying there, staying where's he staying? The extended at, stay? At Frogmore. He's, he's staying at, at Frogmore? I'm pretty sure he was staying at Frogmore. I thought he's kicked out of Frogmore. Well, he's got to pick up his stuff. So it's oh. his like last hurrah. He's you staying... mean the gift that his grandmother gave him that they took back? Yeah. Okay. Exactly. That's exactly what the I'm saying. The queen gave them, that was their wedding gift. Anyway, I'm oh my just. God, her shocked. eyes are falling out of her head. Do you think he doesn't want to stay there? Like he probably doesn't even want to stay there anyway. But the point is, did they offer him like? But you, the point is, Katie Perry is going to be staying at Windsor Castle in a real castle. I get to stay in a castle. It's just You're kind just, of strange. I'm jealous. I I am too. Don't you want to stay at Windsor Castle? Yeah, I do. How many rooms? I bet it's really like uncomfortable. Damp. Don't you? Thank you. I feel like it would be damp and chilly. How many rooms? I wonder if she's staying in the castle proper or if she's just on the ground somewhere. Yeah. Maybe she's going to be next to Harry. A thousand Maybe rooms. Harry and Katy Perry. Harry and Perry. They could do a little duet. Mm-hmm. Harry and Perry. No? Yeah. Okay. Windsor Castle has over a thousand rooms. That's incredible. How, I'll put in bedrooms and see what comes up. Bed rooms. How many bedrooms at Windsor Castle? Yeah, because I wonder if she's going to be like Castle proper or at the Lake Hojo. Uh, Maybe Windsor got a Castle Windsor houses. <laughs> Windsor Castle houses 188 staff bedrooms. Well, she's not going to be in a staff bedroom. 52 royal and guest rooms. Wow. 19 state rooms. I bet she's going to be in one of them guest rooms. God, that's just so awesome. I would not turn down that opportunity in a million years and I would feel horrible and I would, you know what I would do? I think I would take my, what what would, I would go roaming around in the night. That's for sure. People are like, why is Katy Perry look so tired today? Cause she was, I, oh yes. There's a lot of dead people there. Just kind of work my way around, just like hide in this room for a little bit, do an EVP session, walk over here, take some spirit photography. What? What's an EVP? Electronic voice phenomenon. Oh, that's where the ghosts are like, boom! Just, it's just a recorder, digital oh, recorder. Okay. It's called an EVP session. You ask questions that you don't hear it in the moment. You listen back to see if there are any answers. Is there a room or a part of the house that you would be most drawn to? Um, like, would you be in the servants' quarters? Would you be in the, you know, royal uh, rooms? Or would you want, like, to would, just be in a hallway? Um, I would like to go to the kitchen and eat some good food first. 
Well, that's the thing. For my night. Dawn's like, ghost I have hunting. to take a reading over yeah. here. Actually, the large rooms would be very echoey, so I wouldn't want that. So, yeah, I'd, I'd rather just go to the, I would like to go to the staff bedrooms. The oldest parts, for sure. Yeah, because you'd be able to pick up some more stuff there. I think so. It's definitely the staff quarters. That's where all the good stuff happens, you know. You it could is. just put a glass up against the wall and probably hear some conversations. Uh, Not ghost conversations, just real Basically, I just <laughs> want to creep around. I was going to say, just... you don't want to do an EVP. You want to do a human VP. Yes, you, that's you... right. I, out of all of the royal properties, I would rather go to Balmoral, though. Up in Scotland. Mm-hmm. That's where the royal family summers. That's right. It's and... their hunting castle yeah essentially and then the queen has her own little private residence off to the side or whatever that mm-hmm. she she and william or not william mm-hmm. the queen not <sighs> consort but queen elizabeth you're talking i'm about saying queen late... elizabeth her hubby philip okay. they used to go off uh to this little side house that like they could pretend they they could sort of like pretend that it's their like little camping getaway it's their hot cottage yeah where they hot have hot, cottage. steamy times. Well, you know, she's got to get freaky somewhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm. she's not Megan Trainer. We're I not going to know I can't believe they're, they both passed away. Isn't that weird to think about? That the Queen and, and Prince Philip... What's Bella, weird about it? It's weird because they're not here anymore. They've actually passed. They're not a part of our lives anymore. <laughs> laughing at me don't you do that you go i can't believe that so-and-so has passed away well yeah no i i get it in this it's just like i I didn't think that that whatever they seemed so timeless immortal yes yeah yeah it's just it's that they were just a a fact of life yes which yeah no for sure it was a tremendous a tremendous break i think it probably had a profound effect on the british people why are we getting so deep on this story about katie Katie perry Perry is lucky and i hope she knows it yeah but don't you just get the impression when you're listening to katie perry because she'd start you did bring this up a little bit again if you're just joining us we're talking about katie perry saying it windsor castle she's going to perform at the coronation when she mentioned like the charity stuff it was very vague hear it again do we have time of course we do okay where else are we going? Well, it was very regal. It was like a cursive I have never seen. I was like, we are in cursive. I loved it. Um, it was beautiful. And I was so grateful to get the honor because um, actually I'm an ambassador to one of his uh, foundations for the British Asian Trust, which uh, primarily focuses on ending child trafficking, which is a huge issue of our time that people don't talk enough about. And it just aligned with all my values. I'm also an ambassador for UNICEF. And as a mother, like, I know that firsthand, like, these innocent children need help. Also, need I love, and thanks, Katie. So I'm just I to- love that she talks about how it aligned, like, with her like values. stopping child trafficking aligns with her values versus, say, I don't know. any of us. Yeah, we all I'm pretty do. Sure and, if, all, and as a mother, values? you can definitely, you know, she, she, more than other people who aren't mothers, she really hits home to her. I think what you're pointing out is what I'm picking up, which is that it just seems kind of cookie cutter. It PR was very clunky. Yeah. yeah, it feels like, like for instance, if you would compare her to Angelina Jolie when she speaks about all of the work that she does, yeah, that is, she's an expert. Yeah, it rolls off the tongue because she. Well, I don't know. Has more experience in talking about it. Probably that's it. Yeah, I mean, and can... I'm sure she. I'm sure Katy Perry does a lot of great things for the British Asian Trust. 
I wonder how she got involved with that or why. You know what I mean? Yeah, but we're not talking about her actual work. We're just talking about how she's talking about it in the press Yeah, conference. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Which just didn't seem like she was... Well-versed. Yeah. But she's staying but in the castle! castle! I would love to. We're just jealous bitches. It's okay. Hey, when we come back, Dawn has literally found the world's oldest man. Now, sadly, he passed away a number of years ago, but you found a story about him that's pretty darn fascinating. They want us to believe this man was born in 1800 and something. She's going to tell us when exactly when we return right here on my talk Talk website or app. Hey, my talkers, Bradley here for my friends at Alight. You know Alight, a Twin Cities-based organization that's helping folks around the globe 365 days a year. Climate change uh, impacts us all across the globe, but it's those who've contributed least to the catastrophe who are suffering the most. The people who've been displaced from their homes by climate change and forced to migrate. Think about the hundreds of thousands of people affected by the recent flooding in Pakistan. And that's just one part of the world that's currently been affected by these major, major climate change catastrophes. Alight is committed to providing humanitarian assistance to those people, supporting displaced communities, entire communities, truly, from families that are forced from their lands on the Somali Peninsula to that recurring drought uh, where people were displaced in Pakistan, uh, along with that flooding. A light is there on the ground, 365 days a year. Head to wearealight.org today. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, My Talk 1071. It's all about entertainment. And um, also, we were just talking about how we thought the Queen and Prince Philip were... It was like we did never expected them to pass away. <laughs> well, this guy in Indonesia didn't think he was ever going to pass away. I discovered this story about... Um, I thought that the oldest human, according to Guinness uh, World Book of Records, there was a French woman who died at 122. That's officially the oldest person. I was going to say, and again, in uh, there, you've got to have like actual paperwork and stuff. Mm-hmm. And that sometimes leads to problems with identifying who's actually the oldest, right? Because in Indonesia, where this man lived in central Java, they didn't start recording births until 1900. So, and he claims to have been born long before that. Yes, December 1870, which would have made it 146 years old. This is insane. The BBC did a report on him, and since they didn't track it before 1900, how are they to know? So, he wasn't to gain in any way from saying he was 146. He outlived four wives, 10 siblings, all of his children. He lived in a little village. And he used to tell stories about the wars against Japan and the Dutch colonizers. Wow. Because if you were born in 1870, I mean, I just think of a turtle and he kind of looks like a turtle. You know, he's adorable. But also he looks 146. And and in the videos that I watch, I don't know that he looks 146. I mean, he looks like maybe 100, right? Like you if you looked at him, I don't know that you'd be like, oh, my God, that man is. Because he kind of, he's walking around. He's walking around. He also is, you know, mentally seems to be able to follow a conversation. And what struck me, which was so funny, is that he's like, I want to die. He's like, I bought my gravestone 20 years ago. This was before he actually did yes. pass away. These were, this was a, a report in, in, in 2016. They interviewed him and he's like, I just want to go. And he was a heavy smoker. 
Yes, until he died. That's right. But That's not crazy. from smoking. He died, well, maybe complications. But his heart gave out, a 146-year-old heart. So the thing that indicated that he was telling the truth to historians is that he does remember um, a sugar uh, factory or um, a type of a, a sugar, well, processing plant being built in the town yeah. next to theirs. And that was built in 1890. So if you had memories of that, let's say your first memories, you like three years old, okay? Yeah. That would make, if he was three, let's say, to be generous, he was born in 1887 at least. Yeah. So that's <laughs> still ridiculous. Still like at least old. 10 years older than the French woman. Yeah. I just thought he was adorable and he, just the. How frank he was about the fact that, you know, he outlived like all his children, all of his children. He had grandchildren. And he said the reason why he was um, he he lived for so long is that um, he he just had people that wanted to take care of him. And he appears in the videos and stuff with his grandson. Um, his grandson said he didn't ask for much. Um, he just wanted his family uh, to let him go before he passed away, you know. Yeah, it um, sounds like he just got to a point where he was sick, and then he was like, "Okay, I'd like to go home now to yeah, the hospital from the hospital." And he wanted he himself checked out and, exactly, so he could have survived longer that's than that. Fascinating. So, eighteen seventy. Let's just assume, like late eighteen hundreds, right before the turn of the twentieth century. Um, he literally saw everything. Everything. It's electricity. Just, I mean, literally everything. Everything. Electricity. I just keep saying the same thing. <laughs> no, but, you know, and, and probably wasn't exposed to that many cars. Right. He's he's not living in a big city, so he's not exposed to, you know, smog and, and things like that. So, yeah. you know, he probably lived. Also, I thought about the fact that he said that he was a fisherman, so he's eating a lot of fish. And as we know, that's definitely good for you. The, the oldest people that live on this planet are eating fish. Yeah. Yes. I wish I ate more fish. I know. It's hard. I'm not living in huge, the Midwest. I know. Well, and you know, we've got fish, but we just, all we do is deep fry it or smoke it, which trust me, I love. Yeah. But it's hard. Even when I moved to Texas, I'm sorry, I'm sidetracking us. Well, it's, it's fine. I'm just going to say, even when I moved to Texas and lived right on the water, I had a hard time just liking fish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Seafood? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shrimp, oysters, crab. Yes. Shellfish. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, this... This guy, just amazing. I just Would you want to live to 140 also. whatever? Uh, I want to live as long as I can. Yeah. Oh, my he, God. I, I want to live over 100. See, I used to have this conversation with Colleen all the time, and she would say no. A lot of people say no. And whenever, I'm pretty sure she said no, now that I remember it. Anyway, but I, but that's my memory. And it, to your point, there are people who think that way. And I've always been like, um, yeah, I would like to be around as long as possible. Right. And then people tell me, no, you don't. Do you like that yeah. answer? No. And I'm like, well, <laughs> no, I actually do. I do. Yeah. I mean, and you take real strides to actually do this because you eat so healthy and you oh, make your own a lot of good food and you you eat a lot of pickled things. A lot of good it does you. <laughs> we'll see whatever yeah, you're we'll see, still we'll around see. at 120. We're just hoping that science catches up. I'm this. just hoping and I've always assumed that I'm going to get to the point where there's going to be like a revolution in medicine mm. and they'll just be able to stick cells in us and boom, boom, six yeah. weeks later, we got a brand new leg. Exactly. You because know. nobody can help, of course, you know. Yeah, but it. no, like because people will say like, well, 
you're going to, you know, it's just not going to be the same quality of life. And I go, yeah, but when you're there, nobody who's there goes, well, I mean, look, for every case, there's going to be a counterfactual or a counter, you know, a person, an, an exception to the rule. That's fine. But for the most part, most people, when they get to 90, they don't go, I don't have a reason to be around anymore. Mm-hmm. They're like, I'm enjoying my life. And yeah, like Carol Burnett saying, yeah. I feel like I'm 11. Yeah. That's encouraging. No, you don't. Yeah, people go, oh, I'm sure. No. Yeah. Don't you just want to be done? <laughs> You've done enough. Come on. <laughs> it's just kind of like, okay. You know, I want to bring up quickly here why I found this story. Yes, please. Embarrassingly, when I was reading that book, In Order to Live, about the woman who escaped from North Korea, yeah. in my mind, I had where North Korea was, which oh. I never questioned in my whole life. Turns out that's the Philippines. Yeah, so Dawn had... Turns out that's Thailand. You had, I will say, let's see, you had the Philippines and Thailand were, or in no. your head, Japan and China were Thailand and the Phil, or Philippines and the Thailand were. Not the yes. Thailand, Thailand. But how far off I was is shocking. And then I'm like, I need I to... I think you were that far. I mean, yes, you were. Factually, <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying, compared to the average person... At least you were in the right part of the world. Okay. Don't you think that most people struggle with geography? Which I wanted to. I am I am absolutely fine with proving how, like, I would love to show how wrong I am about this sometime. Okay. And we'll have a blank map and see how poorly I do. Well, what if we do, it would be kind of fun to have the three of us fill out a map. Yeah. But I, what I would suggest, though, is maybe if we start with, you know, something a little closer to home. I definitely don't know the East Coast. I've said like that the United times. States. If yeah, we that's going to be bad. U.S. map, and you had to yeah. fill in the states. Sure. Mm-hmm. Do you want to do that? Yeah, yeah, and I don't think it has anything to do with how much I care about people, or well, I want to make sure that people understand people. that I'm like, oh, I don't know where Thailand is. Oh, I don't know. Oh, like, oh obviously would think I do. That of you. I just didn't. I had no, and that I did. Here I am trying to learn Japanese. I didn't realize that Japan was way up there by yeah. North Korea. Oh, I, was I thought it was you around earlier, the they Philippines. Have, they can snow up there in Hokkaido. Yeah. yeah, it's where it was, I studied abroad. Actually, we were up in the uh, mountains and we we got snow. We yeah. had more snow than we get here. Right. Yeah. I mean, I was putting it around the equator. Well, it's because snow. culturally, I think in our country, we don't have a lot of exposure to parts of Asia. Mm-hmm. And really, frankly, most of the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. OK, so blank map time. Let's maybe do a blank map for tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Got it. Yeah. yeah All right. Let's we'll do print it, it out. You guys can play along. We'll put it on Twitter. Ooh, yeah, let's put a blank map up and have everybody post their results. Yeah. That'd be kind of fun. It's fun. All right, we'll do that. But when we can learn something too. Yes, exactly. And shame each other. No, 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 (laughs) we're not doing that. Are you okay? When we come back, Miranda Lambert's got a cookbook and Dawn's gonna tell us all about it.